0: Rent-A-Girlfriend is the hit anime from last summer, so it only makes sense to review it one year later. Also keep in mind, I'm only reviewing season 1, and I know the manga is much farther ahead, but not really if you know the spoilers like I do. So with that said, is Rent-A-Girlfriend season 1 any good? Uh, not really? There's really not much to like in this except for two things, and even then they're actually really spaced apart in a 5 hour season. The plot of the show is that our main character, Kazuya, recently broke up with his girlfriend, and he becomes so lonely that he decides to try this service, Rent-A-Girlfriend. His rented girlfriend is Chizuru, your typical cutesy type. While their first date goes off without a hitch, Kazuya decides to go online and read the reviews for this girl. To his shock, it seems that their date is her usual routine, and reality hits him like a truck. He goes on another date with Chizuru, and this time, he completely sandbags her. However, this disaster of a date can wait, since Kazuya gets a convenient call about his grandma going to the hospital. For reasons that still elude me, Chizuru agrees to go to the hospital with Kazuya, and the grandma ends up thinking the two are a real couple. So yeah, the initial setup for the show isn't that interesting. But what about the rest of the show? Well, that is the rest of the show. The whole show is about Kazuya keeping up appearances with Chizuru and trying to pretend they're a real couple to keep grandma happy. Um, really? A show about this unique and rather unheard of industry that could be used as a way to subvert these typical slice of life tropes is just about lying to save face and keep grandma happy. Yeah, there's also a weird subplot tossed in early on where Kazuya's friends bump into him with Chizuru and again they lie that they're a real couple. So now it's about lying to two groups of people just to look good. It really doesn't make much sense either since it's basically the same plot done twice in the exact same season. They didn't even wait for a to do this retread. I guess the motivations for lying are kinda different, but no, actually when you think about it, it's basically the same thing. Yeah, it's the same plot twice. I think there was something about the friends finding out it would blow the lid off of the whole thing and grandma would find out it's a lie. But that makes no sense either since these are like Kazuya's childhood friends. If they knew the truth, I'm pretty sure they would agree to keep lying to the grandma to keep her happy. There's also another subplot where Kazuya wants to get back with his ex, Mammy. But it's short-lived and it's just there to confirm that he's fallen in love with Chizuru. While I get the whole getting back with the ex is a genuine feeling some get after a recent breakup, here, it's portrayed as really shallow and instantly makes me dislike Kazuya. His main reason for wanting to get back with her is because she was hot and he wanted to have sex with her. He gets jealous and weirdly horny when he thinks about her rebounding with someone else and doing it. To top it off, he slaps the old ham and sausage to the thought of it just like Shinji did to a knocked out Asuka in Evangelion. And just like in End of Evangelion, it made me instantly dislike the main character. What makes it worse is that this happens within the first minutes of the show. Good job selling me the main hero of the story. To be fair though, this is actually a perfect introduction to this character. Throughout the show, Kazuya is portrayed as this really childish person who only thinks about sex and objectifies women. There's even a scene later on in the show where he goes on a double date with his friend and the two of them are just gawking at women while they rock climb and stretch. Honestly, at this point, I just lost it. Yes, I know there are creeps out there and yes, I know there are people out there who think like this. However, in this show specifically, it's portrayed in a positive and whimsical way. The creeps are the good guys, and gawking over women rock climbing is somehow seen in a funny hee wow, look at that kind of way. It's really off-putting, and that's only one of the many instances of negative things that happen in the show that are portrayed in a positive manner. There's another scene when a new Renta girlfriend is introduced, Ruka, where she takes Kazuya on a date but blindfolds him. Well, okay, it's like a literal blind date. This could be fun. But when he takes the blindfold off, he finds himself in a love hotel and she's ready to pounce on him. Your immediate reaction to this should be, Holy shit, what the hell, where am I, get me out of here, call 911, where are the cops? But instead, it's played for the usual, oh gee, this is so embarrassing, haha, <laughs> kind of moment. When Kazuya smartly gets out of there and hides in the washroom, what does he do? He has to talk himself out of actually wanting to go through doing the deed with this person he's only known for a few days. Wow just wow this whole show just feels like it was written by someone really immature and it really shows in these types of situations no one in their right mind would react this way in real life imagine meeting someone on tinder and they decide to blindfold you and take you to a love hotel on your second date yeah charming isn't it wouldn't you love to be taken to a love hotel against your will and i know it's an anime it's a fantasy this isn't real life you shouldn't be comparing it to real life but the show itself is set in real life there's nothing fantastical about the setting or the characters. It's not like this is said in medieval fantasy world, where the rules and how they handle things are different. It takes place on Earth, in Japan. It's following Earth logic and morals, unless otherwise stated. Speaking of which, the morals and, I guess, lessons from this show are really bad. Not only is gawking at women while they do normal activities and kidnapping the norm around here, but so is lying just to save face and keep up social status by having a girlfriend. The whole plot is hinged on keeping up this double life, but there's no real positive reason for it. Like I said before, Kazuya's friends would understand the situation if the truth was told, but he keeps it to himself for selfish reasons. Kazuya is also lying to get his ex jealous, and yeah, Mammy is one of the worst characters in the show, but even then it doesn't justify his actions, and again, it's just a really petty and immature way of handling things. The grandma outright tells Chizuru that she's okay with being lied to, So they're just doing it for their own sake of not looking bad since they kept up this lie for so long. Now you may be thinking, oh no, the real plot is how Kazuya falls for a hired girlfriend. Well, yeah, it happens early on the show, but that's it. He just realizes it and they do absolutely nothing with it. Nothing smart, nothing creative, nothing at all. The show just keeps moving forward with the lying plot, and the relationship never grows. We see a small bit of it at the very last episode, but it quickly returns to the status quo, and then it ends. If you've read ahead in the manga, you know it's still a problem. Another big problem with this show is that the characters never really grow or develop and yeah, I know, 12 episodes, what do you want? But in 12 episodes, you could have easily paced the show better and inject much needed character development for these characters. The biggest one is Kazuya himself. It would have been so easy to start him off as an immature child who only thinks about sex, and then you skip to episode 12 where he realized that thinking is wrong and that he should be a better person, which we would then get to see in season 2. But no, instead he stays the same and in fact kind of gets even worse at the end. At no point does he ever learn his lesson if there was any to begin with, or muster enough courage to tell the truth and own up to his own mistakes. Chizuru herself is similar in that regard. She never once breaks out of her tsundere persona, She's just a walking Sooner trope and her girlfriend mold, well funny at first due to the contrast, wears thin after the millionth time they did the joke. She's just kind of there and overall pretty bland, which is a shame since I think there's a lot you could have done with the character. You could replace her with any other Sooner character from another anime and it would have been the same result. She's also basically a retread of Kazuya in the sense that she too has a grandma she has to lie to for the exact same reason. So it's not like she had a unique plot to follow either. There's one episode where she reveals that she's an actress, or at least trying to be one, but that won't be followed up on until a bit later in the manga, and maybe season two, depending on how far they adapt. It's basically pointless to reveal it here in season one since it just pops up and then promptly disappears. If you didn't know the spoilers, you'd just be scratching your head and confused about why this took an entire episode to reveal. As for Mammy, Kazuya's ex, she is a really horrible person who manipulates and lies to get her way and put down others. In a weird way though, she's not that badly written from a storytelling standpoint. She's a psycho ex and the writing for it and voice acting is actually done really well. There's a moment where she does this whole cutesy shtick, but what she's saying is absolutely horrible. It's kind of genius at making her unlikable and contrasting two things that normally wouldn't go hand in hand. Don't get me wrong though, in the story she's horrible and I dislike her for all the things that she does. But storytelling wise, I think she's a strong point. Then there's Ruka. Ruka is only in the show for the tail end and what we see of her is really bad. I think she's actually worse compared to Mammy, since both in story and from a storytelling perspective she adds nothing and is just really filler. She serves as another obstacle for the lying plot since she wants to blow the lid off of it and win Kazuya over. The problem is that it's just the same plot for Mammy, except her approach and motivations are slightly different. For Mammy, she just got jealous of Kazuya and can't believe he rebounded this quickly, so she wants to break them up or at least prove that his relationship with Chizuru is a fake. Man, what's with the show and constantly redoing the same thing while the original thing is still happening? They try to add in the subplot for Ruka and her irregular heartbeat, but it doesn't work. They do nothing with the idea except use it as an excuse to make you feel bad for her and give her a visual representation of how she feels about Kazuya. When she's near him, her heart rate goes up and when she's not, it goes back down. That's really it. So okay, I know I've been putting this show through the ringer. Is there anything about this show that I liked? Well, I did mention two things that I liked. The first was actually the first nine minutes of episode one. When Kazuya reads those reviews and sandbags a second date with Chizuru, I thought that was absolutely genius. It was so cynical and you really felt that this heartbroken person was not having it and saw this industry as a sham that it was. Chizuru also gets a great moment at the aquarium where she pulls him aside and berates him. It's the first time we see her outside of her girlfriend mode and the stark contrast is a great way of showing how renting a girlfriend is just an act. She even says as much saying it's her job to act that way and that P.O. pay her for that. It was just so refreshing to see this actor break character and reveal the truth. Sadly that's all they really do with this idea and it's never really touched upon again except for a really great line near the middle of the show. Chizuru gives Kazuya a phone case as a gift and while he's touched she reveals it's actually company policy to give gifts since it's what girlfriends should be doing. What a great line! Why wasn't there more of this? The whole show should have just been a very straightforward romance anime but every time it feels like it's personal, it turns out it's an act and company policy. Sure, the joke would get old, but that would have been better than whatever we ended up getting here. So you might be wondering though, wait a minute, you only covered three of the main female characters. Isn't there one more in the anime? How right you are. The last character to be introduced also happens to be the best character in the entire show. God on high, treasure to the entire world and whatever parts of the universe are left undiscovered. sumi Sumi should have been the main character, and her plot should have been the main plot of the show. Sumi is introduced as Chizuru's friend who just got into the rental girlfriend business, and she needs help from Kazuya to go on a test date. Why? Because she is incredibly shy and has really low confidence. Fucking genius. Contrast is what makes things interesting, and by having a girl whose personality isn't a fit for this kind of business, opens tons of doors for different stories to be told. And what makes this even better is her motivation for being in the business. She's trying to improve herself and gain more confidence and get out of her shell. A motivation that's actually positive in the show? Blasphemy! And the best part of this character? She basically has no lines in the show. Her entire character is portrayed through body language and facial expressions, and the animation for it is top-notch. Everything she does, you understand it's coming from a place of courage and self-improvement. She tries to do all these cutesy girlfriend things, but every time she's flushed, shaking, and avoiding eye contact. But damn it, she tries! You can feel her forcing herself to be put into these positions and trying to do these things as a means of gaining confidence. You really end up rooting for her, and of course she got popular enough to warrant a spin-off based on this idea. What a great idea, though. Why can't the spin-off be the main series? If you wanted a show that smartly uses the rent-a-girlfriend industry, this is the story to tell. Use it to tell a story of self-improvement for someone who usually doesn't fit in the industry. Hell, you can even combine it with a cynical opening of the show. Broken-hearted boy sandbags industry finds out it's being used by main girl character as a means of self-improvement, and the two keep going on these test dates and end up finding love. That's infinitely better than being a selfish asshole that lies to make themselves feel better. So yeah, as you can see, this show isn't for me in the slightest. Is it one of my most hated shows? Um, it's hard to say, but yeah, it's kinda up there. On one hand, it really is only season 1, but on the other, I have read the manga to the latest chapter and my main complaints are still valid. Can I see why people like this show? Well, besides the look of the four main girls, no, not really. Nothing about it is particularly interesting. The characters except for Sumi are all horrible and unlikable, and in a five hour show, nothing happens. No plot development, no character development, nothing. This feels like a complete waste of time. I think my biggest problem is that for a show about companionship and love, it's really lacking any sense of warmth. And no, it's not because the whole a girlfriend idea. It's just that none of the characters seem to like each other. It just feels like a naked glowing blue cosmic being is forcing these people to be around one another and they just barely tolerate it. Think about it. A lot of the character interactions and subplots are just trying to undermine someone else in some shape or form. Shouldn't a show like this be the other way around? What joy does anyone get watching a show about these selfish people? The worst part about this is that it isn't portrayed this way on purpose. It's not like the show is presented as this drab and gloomy show about trust issues and learning to open up in a cruel world. And no, it's not a smart show that presents something lighthearted, but it's actually dark and subverting expectations either. When you watch the show, it's obvious the intention is a lighthearted rom-com. It's got light music, bright colors, and tons of questionable comedy. You're meant to sympathize with Kazuya and should root for him as he navigates his wacky world of love. They want you to think this person is so noble and charming in his actions, and the situation he finds himself are supposed to be hilarious and zany. That love hotel kidnapping scene is supposed to be this steamy, funny, embarrassing, Oh, oh what will our hero do next moment? To me, that's just bad writing, when what you're seeing on the screen doesn't translate to what we understand when we see it. Nothing that happens in the show can be understood as a positive thing, but the show tries to force it into you that it is. But when you take a step back, it's a really negative and borderline mean-spirited show, not something that's funny and whimsical. Of course, this excludes Sumi, since she can do no wrong and is the only good thing to come out of the show. So, do I recommend this show? Hell no. If you do want to check it out, though, just watch the first 9 minutes of episode 1 and the first half of episode 11 just for Sumi. If nothing else, rent a girlfriend should just stay as a rental.